All right, welcome everyone. This is uh, Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. This is my personal uh, podcast, and so uh, we thank you all for uh, coming in and tuning in uh, to listen and view this podcast tonight. So tonight we're going to have um, a discussion on um, addressing and dealing with um, uh, the relationships, the power dynamics between um, uh, of black men and black women. And one of the things that um, are, you, that um, uh, one of the quotes that I put up a little earlier, and I, if I can, um, let me pull it up and, and, and if I can read it, read it to you. It, but it talked about um, when you look at the woman and when you look at the man in, in, uh, in relationships, that there's a lot of politics involved in that, and there's no greater politics than a black man and a black woman uh, uh, putting them, uh, when you're dealing with those relationships, it caused a, a great deal of animosity and, and issues and problems that we have um, in our communities. So tonight, I wanted to, to first start off with by uh, giving you some stats on black America um, uh, uh, in marriage, in dealing with marriage. Uh, I gather some, some data from black demographics. That's my source and dealing with black marriage. And when we talk about the uh, black marriage in America, you know, over the, the, um, the last few decades, marriage has been a declining institution among all Americans. And this decline is even more evident in the black community. In 2019, only 30% of black Americans were married compared to 48% of all Americans. Let me say that again. In 2019, only 30% of African-Americans or black Americans were married compared to 48% of all Americans. Half or 50% of black Americans have never been married compared to 34% of all other Americans. Let us take a step back and go and look at um, in the 60s. In 1963, since we had Martin Luther King um, birthday that everyone was celebrating on Monday and throughout the weekend, in 1963, when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. declared, I have a dream, more than 70% of black families were headed by married couples. Today, 57 years after the Civil Rights Act of 1964, married couples head only 30% of black families. More alarming, 52% of black men have never married and 50% of black women have never married. Married black women, age 35 or older declined from 95% to 27% between 1950 and 2019. Let me say that again. Married black women, age 35 and older, declined from 95% to 27% between 1950 and 2019. Before 1970, a black woman was more likely to be married compared to a white woman. After viewing the available data, we can see that although fewer black women are now married, more black women, more women, more black women than black men have been married at least once. And, and, and a lot of that has to do with because of, of black women are either have either been divorced or their spouse has died and they are a widow. But also in 2019, 
just under half or 48% of black women had ever been married, which is up from 44% in 2008 and uh, 42.7% in 2005. So when you look at the, the black family uh, and, and look at uh, blacks overall and black men and black women uh, married today, um, uh, 30% of, of black uh, marriages are 30%, black people, 30% of marriage are married, black men, 33% are married, and black women, 27% are married. And um, of course, the divorce is is uh, 10% black men, 13% black women. That's what gives uh, the edge on men never being married because more women got married, but they were divorced. And that's why it uh, seems as though there's more uh, black men that married than um, black women. And we also know when we look at the marriage statistics by race, right, uh, when you look at blacks, 30 percent are married, Hispanics, 43 percent are married, white, 52 percent are married and Asian, 58 percent are married. And and of course, you know, the divorce rate uh, varies, you know, 12 percent divorce rate between blacks, uh, uh, 9 percent between Hispanics, 12 percent between whites, 5 percent between uh, uh, Asians when you look at the marriage thing. So here's something I want to show you. Black marriage in 2017 among non-Hispanic African or black Americans age 15 and up. Uh, who did black men marry? Black 85% of black men had a black wife. 9% of black men had a white spouse. 3% of black men uh, had a Hispanic spouse and then the 3% others. So 85% of black men have a black wife. And then when we look at black women uh, that are married, 93% have a black husband. So it's, it's, it's a little higher. It's almost, it's like 8% higher, right? Versus uh, black men, 85, 93% black women, 85% black men have a, black men have a black wife, 93% of black uh, women have a black husband. And then when you look at, um, married outside of, of of your race, black women, 4% of black women uh, have a white spouse and 2% um, of, of black women have a Hispanic spouse and 1% have others. And so when you when you combine this together, it's about, I would say, about 15% um, uh, of black men marry outside of their race and about 6% or 7% of black women marry out of their race. So more black men are getting married outside of their race versus uh, white women. Now, when we look at the history of black marriage in America, in 2012, the, the, the U.S. Census Bureau released a report that, st that studied the history of marriage in the United States. They discovered some startling statistics, including calculating marriage by race they found uh that black americans age 35 and older were more likely to be married than white americans uh from 1890 until sometime around 1960 let me say that again black americans was found to be uh from the age of 35 and older were more likely to be married than white americans from 1890 until around 1960, the 1960s. Not only did they swap places during the 60s, but in 1980, the number of never married at black or African-American 
uh, African Americans begin to begin a staggering climb from about 10% of, of never married to more than 25% by 2010. While the percentage of white women remained under 10%, just over 10% of white men, the first two charts below, or what I'm going to show you here uh, below, there's a chart I'm looking at, and it, and it shows that black women were more likely to be married than white women. And, and uh, it, it shows that at least about 95%, 95% of 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 these of these uh women black women were married up until like the 1960s or 1995 when we look at it like that and so we know that uh uh incarceration plays a role in it we know that in the 70s when drugs came along that played a role in it also when we look at these various things and so on so so let's let's look at this uh for a minute and, and then I want to um, uh, kind of engage and get into some conversation about this. So with the, uh, when, you, when we look at this, um, the, the report uh, shows the, uh, and the headings have been altered by black demographics and to outline these findings. The, the, what the chart showed that I was looking at, it shows that closely the, uh, the, the marriage graph for black men aligns with incarceration rate, which also experienced an, an abnormal climb between 1980 until now, right? And so, but the point I want to make is that even during that time, it still uh, uh, declined or it still stayed the same as far as never married men. It didn't, or, or married men, I should say, it didn't decline in, in that category or in that area when we um, look at that. And so one of the things we want to talk about that I want to talk about with you to, tonight is um, the relationship between uh, black men and black women. We know that, you know, we look at the 85% and the 93% of women, 85% of black men still marry in their race. But why is it that it seems when you do research and you look on, on dating sites and online and study it, it shows that black women have more of a struggle and more of a, a uh, hard time of finding someone versus um, a black man, right? And we find that there, there are more black men that are married than a women. And there's another stat that I did want to show you. Let me go back because I, I do have to make this point. Um, there are, there was like a half a million more married black men than married black women. Let me say that again. There are more than, there are, are probably about half a million. That's close to 500,000 black men that are married more than uh, more men are married than women of uh, uh, by 500,000 or as I would say a half a million more married black men than married black women and so we have to look at that and have to try to figure out what's really going on especially when you look at the rate of incarceration and we know that that's an issue especially with black men because uh, when you look at the prison population 40% um, of that prison population are um, are uh, uh, black folks and most of them are black men. Someone once said that there are more black men that, incarcer that are incarcerated in America 
than when you look at women that are incarcerated in the whole world, including America. And all women, not just black women, but all women. When you Let me say it again. There are more black men that are incarcerated in America than you have women of all races incarcerated around the world. And so um, uh, when we look at that and we go into the 80s and we go into the to the 90s, uh, we ask our, ourselves a question with the incarceration rate, mass incarceration, the war on drugs and all of that. What effect did it actually have when we when we look at that from the perspective of 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 uh, black men being married versus black women being married and so on? And so we know one thing is, is that um, uh, the increase uh, of never married black men um, uh, continued, right? Continued despite uh, the decrease of incarceration. So when we look at incarceration from the 89s, then when it started decreasing, we still see that the increase of never married black men continued to decrease, right? And so we got, so there are some issues and there's some things that's going on uh, among black folks and why they're not getting married and what's happening uh, with that as we uh, look at that. And some people tie a lot of this into economics, you know, saying that uh, it, it's, it's an economic thing. You have more edu- you have more educated uh, black women than you have educated black men. And therefore, uh, it's a challenge for a black woman, a black woman to find someone that's compatible for her. Right. And I know, like, you know, coming up in the church, one of the things that they used to say was is um, is that um, e- being equally yoked. Right. Even though I think they kind of had that wrong when they were talking about. Uh, being um, equally yoked, uh, but what they what what they were trying to say is, oh, you got to be equally yoked. So then you got to have the same kind of education, make about the same kind of money, come from the same walk of life, and all that. And that's not what uh, that scripture was talking about. That scripture was talking about being unequally yoked as far as a believer with an unbeliever. That's that's, and it wasn't really talking about marriage per se. But you, I guess, you can uh, include marriage if if that's what you want to do. Of, of from 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 that perspective but one of the things that i did look at when you look at the um uh the millennials and you look at um uh, single black millennials uh, men black men and black women and when you look at a hundred thousand dollars and up you find that there are um uh, more men black men um uh, that are that they make more money than black women right and so we can't say that that's the reason why um uh, uh black women cannot um find someone uh because of the money because there are more black men that make over a hundred thousand dollars than black women do right and even when you look at it from the perspective of 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 of, of what is it um fifty thousand to a hundred thousand it's equally across the board and so on. Now, when it comes to 20,000 to 50,000, you have way more black women that's making that amount versus black men and so on. And then under 20,000, you have more black women that makes that amount than black men. And then a no income, uh, it, it kind of switch shifts up. There's more black men than uh, black women. And even when you, when the, but then when you begin to look at the education aspect of it and so on, it shifts. 
uh, differently, right? Because you have more women that are educated um, uh, with degrees, bachelor's degrees or higher than black men and associate's degrees and some college degrees, right? Now there's more black men that have high school diplomas than black women and so on. But when you look at that and you look at the economic aspect of it, um, education might might play some role in that, but not so much the um, uh, far as making the money and and so on. But I think that you know when we when we look at those type of things versus looking at um, being able to be compatible and and being able to look at things beyond just the materialistic things like money and education and different things like that. Um, when we're able to 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 uh, build healthy, sound relationships based on uh, 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 not money, but knowing each other, loving each other, respecting each other, and the relationships that we have with God. I believe that if you have two people that get together that love God first and have some morals about themselves and so on, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter uh, uh, who has a better education or who has a higher education, who has a make more money and all those kind of things. Right. Cause my wife has a, a higher education than I do. Right. And, and so on, I'm straight from the streets and so on, but you know, we've, we've still was able to find that, that common bond um, in the Lord and loving and respecting and understanding each other and knowing our roles. Right. And so I think that a lot of times that's what uh, plays into it too, when folks do not understand the roles that they play, what role they are playing uh, into marriage. But I'm starting to, I've, I find that a lot of uh, black women struggle to um, find, a, find a mate versus a black man and so on. So um, I want to ask a question. I don't know how many people are on. I want to ask a question here. Uh, how many, who on here, uh, the folks that's on here right now, what do you think the problem is between the relationship between black men and black women and why we're so, uh, 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 so many of our uh, young people and even older are single, not getting married. And those are the, and, and when they do get married, there's a uh, unbalance from the perspective of, of black men. There are more black men that are married and there are more black women that are divorced and, 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 um, that is, um, I guess, married versus black men and so on. What do you see the problem in that? Uh, anybody? Any questions? And let me um, uh, um, try to call my wife in here. Go ahead. <laughs> well, first, I think the the one of the problems for the black woman is that she wants to be on top. She wants to be the head. And she wants to run the man. She wants to tell the man what to do, how to do it, when to do it, where to do it. And they call that a strong black woman. I'm a queen. And I think this, the, maybe that that that'd be the second but I think the first thing is, is that a lot of black women, they really don't know who they are. They don't know themselves. They don't know, um, they don't know who they are. 
they're trying to figure out who they are and then when they get married they that they further lose themselves and you so when you say that um they don't know who they are and so on they have a lot of demands what what kind of demands are you saying or high demands <laughs> well well one of them as i heard you talking about it is that um if the man makes less than she does, mm-hmm. I don't want him. Uh huh. You know, I've literally heard that he's he's got to make more than I do. You know, they don't understand their role as a woman. I heard you speak on that too. Um, they don't understand their role as a woman. You know that number one, you're not the head; he's the head. And whether he makes more money than you do or not. He's still the head, mm-hmm. and the final decision is on him, not you. Mm-hmm. And uh, they I, they don't know how to bring that the balance in that you you ask the question, how come they can't hold on to the marriages because they don't understand how to bring that balance, mm-hmm. you know, understanding that you're you're supposed to be the help meat. Right. You're not supposed to be the meat of the of the family. You're supposed to be the help meat. You're supposed to be there to bring that balance. You're supposed to as they I can't remember what movie it was. Um I think it was Tom Cruise mm-hmm. when he looked at the girl and he said, "You complete me." Okay. She's there to complete the man. Right. He's not there to complete her. Okay, but you're in modern day time today and, and folks don't think like that. People are not exactly people are not looking to the, the, the scriptures or to the word of God and to the Bible or, you know, to, to get direction on what the role of a man is and the role of the woman is and so on. And so therefore they're 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 one of the things we've been talking about on the show is feminism and how that has come to play a role into um um, uh, causing the downfall of of, of black marriages, right? Because if from well, what what did I say from 1890 or somewhere around there, up until uh, the 1960s, around 95 percent of of marriages uh, black women were married. 95 percent of black women were married, and then it started decreasing in the 60s, and then of course 70s, and we believe that you know some of that. Uh, mass incarceration and drug war on drugs and those type of things play a role in it but it doesn't play it doesn't play a huge role when you talk up when you look at um even after mass uh, uh, incarceration started decreasing um marriages didn't pick up you know as far as between you know when you look at the black man and black woman now just for the sake of understanding there there is um uh, you do have um a a lot you do have a lot of black folks marrying each other right cuz 85% of black men marry a black a woman and 93% of black women uh marry black men now here's uh, on the other side of the coin of of something that um uh I want to bring up is that when you when you look at that it seems as though black women are more loyal to black men then black men are loyal to black women that's the way it appears now i i 
I I talk to single black men and I know um, uh, what they tell me, right? And and what they tell me is kind of like some of the things that you were just talking about in regards to uh, 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 how uh, the demands of black women and their attitude of black women and things like that. I don't want to get into this angry black woman thing and things like that, but but and and the other part where you're talking about with the role and the the, the for lack of a better way of saying it, you know, submissiveness, right? Is that they, they there's a challenge and there's a struggle there. So I asked black black men, you know, like you know, why 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 are you dating a white woman or why are you dating outside of your race? And that's what they tell me. They have too many problems with black women. They don't want to believe with no black woman because of their attitude and the way they are, and so on. And then I I I see black women who are single. And it seems like they're loyal. Some it seems like their loyalty is to the black man, and they want a black man. Um, uh, but at the same time, they face those challenges. But on the other side of the coin, I think a big problem in our community is that um, white feminism has impacted the, the the black women, and black women tend to think that they share some type of power with white women. Uh, but they don't from the perspective of, of what, what white, white women are trying to do. They don't want black women to be equal with them in power and everything. The white woman wants the power that the white man has because that's what white supremacy is. And that's the dominant society and culture is whites. And, and white women, black women need to understand is that where, where their, their power really is, is supporting the black man and, and uplifting that black man rather than tearing him down. You know, so folks can come up with, I remember one time, you know, they'll take one scenario where a black man hit a black woman and then, you know, you have all these black women talking about we can't be your protection and your target too. It's like, well, when were you protecting me? You know what I mean? You might have gotten out there and protest because a black man got killed, but that's not protecting me. That's not protecting um, a lot of these single black men that are out there. They don't feel or believe or feel that. Uh, you're doing that for them. You're doing that for a platform to make a name for yourself and doing those type of things. But it's not out of your love for the black man, because when push comes to shove with the Me Too movement, with a lot of things that's happening in the community now, it's very easy. It's very easy to tear down and push down a black man where everybody can jump on it. Mm -hmm. These same white folks and white women and, and all these folks that claim that they're fighting for black justice when when uh, allegations or when things come up against a black man, they, uh, um, right um, they're, they're, they're right there with the black women to help them tear down the black man, which in turn, they're actually supporting white supremacy. But that's to, to me what I talked about when I said uh, I'm a strong black woman. That's what that's what that is. Mm hmm. I'm a strong black woman. What, what? I, I can't, I can't, I can't lift you up and protect you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I, I remember me and, and Jimmy when we was talking. He was saying he was one of the things he was talking about as far as with the strong black woman. He said we shouldn't even be saying that that you know the, the strong strong black woman because that they, it gives the wrong impression right. uh, when you when you say that because um, uh, you know, what what you're really saying is. I don't need a black man. I don't need exactly. you. I don't need a man. You know, exactly. I'm a strong black woman. I don't need. I don't need a man, and and so on, and and it's it's unfortunate that we have that negative connotation uh, when we're dealing with that and so on. But I think that. Um, hold on. Let me. Oh, we got some. Let me see. 
Uh, no, I guess you're just trying to invite people in. That's uh, Sister Faye. Um, you said I'm in. Good evening, and so on. Yeah, that's that's all we got so far. But because um, if anybody have a comment that's on here, please give a comment or what have you. And and if you disagree or agree, you know, um, uh, let us know that you that you do agree or disagree. Because we no person has all the right answers. But we most definitely given an opinion based on our own subjective assessment and some objectivity, too, because we're some of the data that we're looking at uh, tells a story. Right. It tells a story that something shifted from uh, from the 1950s going into the 1960s. Something shifted. And we know that uh, some of the things that shifted was when you talk about being an independent woman. What happened with a, a, a lot of people that became what we call, hold on, uh, what we call a independent woman back in, in our in our day and time um, stemmed from um, uh, uh, a welfare. <laughs> and so so so, you, you know, uh, 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 when you had a lot of people that say, I don't I don't I don't need I don't need no man. Right. Because I can go get welfare. You know what I mean? I can have a couple babies and get on welfare and, and the government to take care of me. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 that that in the 60s and going on up really started harming the family. Right. And and that also would cause a part of it would cause a decline in marriages also because that black man could not be in the home and and she most definitely couldn't marry him. And and then. Uh, uh, get the welfare support that she wanted. At first, when they first did it, 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 the family had to be together. But then they started making laws where it couldn't because they, it was a, the goal objective was to tear apart the black family, right? To tear apart that home, and and everything that has happened in the black community, from drugs to poverty to redlining to marginalization to oppression and everything, the ultimate objective is to bring a destruction of the black man so you can destroy the black family. Mm -hmm. And many times the black man and the black woman many times don't understand um, uh, what is really happening uh, uh, in our, in our co black community. When you talk about the family structure and saving that family structure, if you can build a strong and a healthy and a powerful family structure, mm -hmm. then then we can save our children. You know, we can uh, we can um, uh, get our children, keep them from going to prison, keep them from being killed, keep them from getting in the games, keep them from becoming drug dealers and all these other different type of things that our people are in. I don't I think that there is a role when you talk about poverty and when you talk about those type of and marginalization and being underserved. I think there's a I think there there's a role that that plays. But I think as individuals us as individuals when we make a decision for ourselves that in spite of all the challenges that i face i'm still going to succeed i'm still going to do better i'm still going to raise a family right uh, 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 the right way and i believe that uh, with god and with 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 our trust and our faith in god we can keep our marriages together we can build healthy and strong families and we can save our children and save our community but because there's such a divide between the black man and the black woman, right? Even in the home, right? Uh, 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 so you have that. You, you had the welfare. You had the feminism that took that came into play, 
And then you had that that slavery mentality that already had divided the family. Right. And, and, and you have all these different challenges and obstacles that are in our way. And then drugs flood our community, mass incarceration and so on. And you have all these problems. And even today, black people can't stand together, not just as husband and wife or male and female, but as a community. We are so divided. And guess who are leading these divisions, who are leading um, uh, this chaos? It's black, black women. women. Mm-hmm. It's black women. And and I, you could, it, go ahead. But don't you think that one of the other problems is with the black family and the black community as a whole is that they have the mentality that nothing's wrong. Well, I don't think they have the, you're right, but I think it's deeper than just saying that nothing is wrong. I think what the problem is, is that we as a black community, men and women, we don't take a look at us and ourselves and take personal responsibility for our success and for our prosperity and for our well-being and, and, and all of that. We, we, for the most part, want to blame somebody else, right? Right. Uh, we look for the first excuse to blame somebody else, but there's many excuses, many problems out there. Whether it's the police, whether it's systemic racism, yeah. whether uh, uh, it's 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 uh, uh, the education system or the employment, finding a job, getting a good education, all these different things, right? We 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 look at to blame versus looking at myself to say, what can I do to be a better person? What can I do to be a better better father, a better husband, a better leader? a better responsible person to to not only myself, but to my family, to my community, right? And and a woman, the same thing. But what we what we do many times is 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 and, and many times uh, our black women are leading the way, is that we're we're always finding excuses to blame somebody, to attack somebody, right? And because society, just think about it, this is what Jimmy was talking about uh, um a couple of weeks ago. Is is when you look at Atlanta, different places like that, they're doing things to uplift the black woman, say, hey, we're gonna give you this money, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. We're going right back to the sixties, right? When you talk about voting or anything, it's the black woman. Oh, the black women got out there and got the vote. The black women are behind the different black. But what I'm saying is is that, well, if you're giving all the credit to the to the black woman for everything and downtrodden the black man, then you got to give her she gotta take the blame for the chaos that is in the black community. Mm-hmm. You gotta take the you gotta take the blame for that. Don't take the credit for the good if you can't take credit for the bad. Right. And 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 so you gotta take blame for forty percent of 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 the prison population are blacks and seventy percent, I heard it was even eighty percent of of black men that are locked up in prison come from a a single home with with just the mom the, their mom there and the fa- father not being there you got to take blame for that you got to take blame for 50 percent of the homicides in america that is taking place when black people only make up 12 percent of the population but make up 50 percent of the homicides almost 50 percent of the homicides that are taking place in america where and not and over 90 percent of those are are what we call intra-racial uh, homicides where another one black person is killing another black person. You got to take blame for that, right? You got to take blame for the lack of education. You got to take blame for the poverty. You got to take blame for all that. If you're leading the way and if you want to lift yourself up and, and, and leave the black man behind, you're not going to never succeed. And that's the goal and the objective 
of a white supremacy and the, and the white man, even though I know a lot of people don't like to talk about white supremacy, but that's the goal of that is to oppress and, and, and destroy the black man. That, that white man, I don't care how uh, uh, active or what the white woman does, he's going to protect his white woman. And he, and he got the power. He got the money. He got the resources. He controls the politics. He controls the education. He controls all these places, right? And 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 in everything that he's doing to make sure that he keeps his family safe and his family right and so on. So when they make laws, they have the power to say because the laws is blind. The justice is supposed to be blind, right? But what 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 the white supremacy says? Don't you dare come in our neighborhood. Yeah, we're doing drugs, but you better not come in our neighborhood messing with us. Go over there and mess with the blacks, right? Whatever it is, go over there and mess with the blacks. You better give us a loan or we, we'll take our money out of your banks, right? <laughs> so if you're going to hurt somebody, hurt the blacks, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, we're being attacked yeah. by white supremacy. But then at the same time, black people are attacking each other. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, uh, um, um, a gentleman once said, I, I was reading something that he said, and I think I saw him on um, YouTube. He was saying that that the white man does not fear the black woman or women in general. What he fears is the black man. Right. That's who he's fearing, and that's who he's worried about. And that's why there's such an attack on the black man. Mm -hmm. And what, what I would like to see is black women standing up and supporting and getting behind black men versus falling in line with the systems, falling in line with white supremacy, falling in line with the media and, 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 and all these different trends that are happening where they'll lift you up, but leave that black man behind. In the moment the black man does something that's negative, everybody attack it Absolutely. and tear it down. Yep. But there's a goal behind that yep. to keep the black family uh, powerless and, 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 and destroyed. But and, don't you see that, well, not don't you see, but you guys talking do mic. you feel that most of the most of the black women that are doing this, they're single. They ain't got no man. Mm -hmm. That's so, what I've noticed. And what's they're, your point? They're the ones that's pulling down the black man. They're the ones that's attacking the black man. Mm -hmm. There's all these single black women out there. But yet they want a husband. Exactly. <laughs> and they don't have the qualifications of being a wife. And why you say that? Because they're trying to act like the man. Okay. They the, have the, the, mannish tendencies. What you mean by that? Be a little more specific. When you say mannish you really tendencies. Yeah. Hey, we're, you know. <laughs> We own a, we we got people listening. They need to know what, what you mean. Let me move this they, out of your way. They, they, to me, uh -huh. I, like I tell you, I could, I, you're not supposed to swear, but mm -hmm. I'd bet any amount of money that they not, they, they, that they like other women. I'll put it that way. Oh, so you're saying that it's, it's, it's not even from the perspective that they want a man and that's why they're destroying the man because they hate the man. They don't even want to be with the man. Right. Well, I think that that's part of the problem. But, you know, there, when you look at the LGBTQ community, there's a small percentage. That's a small percentage of, of, of the overall population, right? So that doesn't really take even a, a little dip into uh, when you talk about uh, 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 women, because there's way more women than men. Mm -hmm. There's way more w black women uh, than black men that, that are out here. And, and, of course, a black man has... Uh, of greater selection so i don't think that that i mean that's a part of it 
And 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 I think what you're saying is is a key point from the perspective of of who has the loudest voice out there and who people uh, are listening to and and who's leading the way and out front. Uh, that is true. And but I think what happens is is that what they do in their attack against a black man, uh, it, it 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 rallies in the masses, which mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of these folks do want. A husband black women do want a husband but they fall in line with those narratives that are framed out there yeah. and begin to look at um uh black men a certain way mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so you know it because even in the church you know when, when when you look at the church there's more black women than than black men right and not all of them are locked up and in prison i mean you do have a lot of men in prison on the streets and so on and, and a lot of times our young black men because they don't have a father in the home and 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 then you have another dynamic where if if the father is not in the home is he invited to play a role in that child's life yeah. right because uh, a lot of times the fathers are ran away uh, uh, and not encouraged to be a father and probably don't even know how to be a father mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so uh you somebody said something what she say uh, she said, I think if it was a law to learn the Bible, it would be different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, people know the word for themselves, right? And if unfortunately, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but uh, uh, the, the problem is, is that uh, the kind of we live in a country of democracy and not a theocracy. If we lived in a theocracy. That's what would be taught in schools, right? You'd be taught scriptures and taught God, the ways of God. I, I think what, what Sister Faye is saying is that people need to be taught the ways of God. And I agree 100 percent. And that need to be everywhere. But, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the reality or the challenge is, is people have a free will to choose and getting people to choose that. Right. And and because our society just look at 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 uh, they say black people are the most religious folks, but they also the ones that's always attacking God and attacking mm-hmm. the church and mm-hmm. got some negative say about preachers or the church. I don't want to have nothing to do with that, but yet they want to see change. Yeah. And my thing is, is that if you want to see change, I'm all I can do is, is give you my testimony and, and show you what, what changed me is God. That's what changed me as a young man. And I didn't come in here old after I then game banging and smoked all the drugs, had a whole bunch of babies and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, let me turn my life over to God and worn out and bent over and out of shape. No, I, I got saved at a young age. I was 22 and a half years old uh, when when I turned my life over to God and came straight from the streets, high school dropout, didn't even know how to speak English and things like that. To speak proper English. I, 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 I talked like from the streets and I had broken English and everything else. And, and I had to learn all these things over again. But when I got in church, when I got saved, that's what changed my mind around. That's what turned me uh, from thinking like the world thinks to think the way God wants me to think. And so then I had to, with the help and the grace of God, learn how to be a father, learn how to be a husband. It doesn't come automatic. Learn how to be a leader, learn how to be a man of decisions, learn how to be a responsible person, right? Uh, 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 and, but but it was God, right? It was God that pulled me out of the violence, pulled me out of the drugs, right? Pulled me out of all these different things that I was involved in that was negative, illegal, and immoral, right? Uh, to being a law-abiding, uh, uh, a morally responsible citizen, 
And and that's why I can say that if you want to see real change in anybody's life, truly give your life over to God and real change will come. We're trying to to uh, use racist systems that really work against black people to bring change. Right. I don't care what system you use, because some people into socialism, some people into communism, some people in the democracies, some people in, they have all these different. I don't care what system you use. If it doesn't have God, then whatever that dominant society is, that it's going to it's going to be based on what they want. Right. Because even white Christianity from many perspectives is rooted in white supremacy. Uh, when you look at it that way. So uh, uh, my my um, uh, uh, word to everyone, you know, uh, when you when you look at the black man and the, and the black woman and talking about the marriage and the black family, um, we got to bring not just bring God into it. Right. From the perspective of saying I go to church and and I'm saved now, but really have your mind transformed and and get away from what a lot of black folks are into emotionalism, right? Even in the church, they more, uh, when you go to a white church, they, they want their mind to be stimulated. Mm-hmm. But when you go to black church, I want to dance and yeah. shout. I want you to stir me up and, and a good singing choir and so on. So I can feel good. Right. But you leave with nothing to, 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 um, uh, uh stimulate your mind yeah. and, and provoke you and, and encourage you, uh, to change your life, to change your life. So therefore, even when people get in church, if they're not getting, uh, if that's all they're getting, their, their lives are not going to be transformed. And that's why we try to challenge people at our church, get out of this immorality, this shacking up. Mm-hmm. And and um, uh, when soon you leave church, you're cussing and you're doing everything else and so on. Because we deal with that in our church too. Yep. And so, but uh, I'm a living example that if you, if, if you really do what the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see a real change in our community, in our families and in our, ch- and, and, and in our community and that change that we want to see. But um, while you were giving your testimony, um, the thought dropped in me is that, you know, even, even in church and those that are not in church with the lifestyle that you came from, mm-hmm. I think as as a woman, black, white, whatever, but since we're talking about the black woman, mm-hmm. I think she needs to learn how to adjust to, because there, there was a lot of changes, mm-hmm. you know, that you went through. Right. You know, and you didn't realize you had trauma until way later on down the line, but there's adjustments and there's um, sacrifices mm-hmm. that, I'll bring it to myself that I had to make. Right. And most of it was in my mental thinking, mm-hmm. you know, because I, Hey, if, if I was to say, I, I could say, yeah, I was a strong black woman, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, but I was an ignorant, strong black woman, uh-huh. you know? And so I had to learn, I had to go through that process with you, but most black women nowadays, they don't want to go through that process, you yeah. know, with the man. And that's where they drop him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just totally drop him on the ground. It's like, yeah. okay, you ain't moving fast enough for me. You can't do this. You don't know how to do that. You know what? Forget you. I'm gone. Yeah. And that's you the know? danger, right? That's right. the danger. That's why I wouldn't, if I wouldn't want to be single today, because I probably would end up getting divorced, you know, the way the women think exactly. today. But uh, 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 
Pastor Brian Buggs, uh, he said that uh, they kill more black men than, and I think that meant black women. Uh, the woman don't allow the black man to be a father to his children. That is for sure. Uh, they want him to be the father that they want, right? The church never have a dialogue to teach black men how to be a man, mm -hmm. to be a father. That is, right. and that's a problem that I had. Yeah. You know, instead Absolutely. of of them sitting down, and, I went to mm -hmm. Greater, and instead of them sitting down and teaching me, they talked about me. Yep. They talked about me, and I'm thinking I'm doing everything right. And, but, you know, somebody told me, yeah, they're talking about you because this, because that, but none of the elders and nobody sat yeah. down to mentor me or to work with me to teach me how to be a man, right? I had to learn through trial and error, mm -hmm. through prayer and study and, and, and so on uh, to, to really learn that because the church don't. And that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's a part of the problem that that's one of the things that we got to do, have these strong men's uh, group ministries in the church where we really, um, uh, uh, help men mm -hmm. and teach men how to become men and so on because what end up happening in the church uh, our churches for the most part is it's geared and it's 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 um structured mm -hmm. uh to cater to the black woman and and so uh and that's one of the things that that i i used to hate uh uh when i on father's day because mm -hmm. on Mother's Day, they'll praise the, yep. the mom, but then on Father's Day, they're criticizing the father. Uh, because they all think, I'm like, well, I'm not out there. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to be a father and stuff. So, you know, uh, I need to hear something else other mm -hmm. than that because not all black men are, are what you're saying they're doing. But that's the way it was structured and so on. Okay, um, let's see. Any more comments? Huh? There's a lot of comments. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Sister Brianna, amen. No conviction. Sister Faye, yes. Uh, Sister Faye, yes. Uh, your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Bugs, because of the traditions, we have made the word of God of no effect. No effect. Amen. If we get out of the tradition and allow the Holy Ghost to teach mm -hmm. today. Amen. I agree 100%. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Bugs, for being on and participating. Amen. Mm -hmm. appreciate that. Um, Sister Brianna, yes. Uh, women have 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 taught to th have been taught to think they can uh, what that be better I guess by themselves mm -hmm. and don't need a man to lead them and and it it, it wasn't uh, uh, God never said that anywhere right you know He said it's not good for man to be alone because some people had a gift to be single but that's not the original intent of God when He created man. Before he created a woman, he said it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah. And so, therefore, he made the woman as a suitable companion, a suitable help me because the animals, the birds, fish, none of those could be a suitable help me, right? But when he created the woman from, from the man, she became a suitable help me for him. Mm -hmm. And 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 the key is I think people have missed that. You know, uh, 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 like Yahshua, Jesus said, People that want to be units for the kingdom of God's sake and don't want to marry and all those type of things that, you know, if you're doing it for the kingdom of God's sake, amen. Mm -hmm. But you get, you should have that gift as Paul was talking about. And, and you know, if you don't have that gift, you know, it's not good to be alone, you know, and uh, God give us strength because uh, it is scary today. And I don't I can't I don't fault any any man today uh, if they hesitant on on getting married. Because, you know, you don't want to get married, then end up getting divorced and then mm -hmm. get married and get divorced. All these different divorces and things because, you know, you think you found a good spouse. But then, like you say, you know, they, uh, they say they love you. And then once you get married, they don't want to make it work or they, they're, they're trying to rule you. And it just ain't going to work. And, and mm -hmm. you have more peace, you know, <laughs> uh, not not being with that person, then being with that person and so on. And so it's it's it's. 
it's very uh, dangerous and so forth. So, so yes. So, um, we're coming at the nine o'clock. I, I don't want to go too long on this, but um, so what do you have any closing thoughts on this? Uh, when we look at the power dynamic of the, the black man and the black woman and uh, the issues that we're dealing with. Yeah, I think, I think overall, um, the black woman, she needs to be teachable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just because like you said, a, a, a shift happened mm-hmm. and in 2022 mm-hmm. is bad. Yeah. And yeah. so to me, you know, the black woman and women overall, mm-hmm. they need to be learn to be teachable. Yeah. You know, have a a, a, a heart and mind to want to learn. Right. You know, because you, you still have, you know, I'm not that old, but I'm a seasoned old. Mm-hmm. I'm seasoned. You have <laughs> still have women out there like me that can tell you, OK, you know what? I don't think that's good for you to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I find that a lot of women just don't listen. Yeah. They yeah. don't listen at all. And then mm-hmm. that's when I back away. You don't want to listen. I'm not going to keep talking to a person that's not going to listen. Right, right. So I think nowadays women overall need to learn to uh, be teachable. Yeah. yeah. You know, have come and have inquired. Okay. We've been married what? 35 years. 35 years. How'd you guys do it? Come with questions like that. What did you guys do to make it last that long? Mm-hmm. You know, I look at um, what's that couple that's getting ready to they just split, Megan Good and her husband. Mm-hmm. And I further read the article mm-hmm. from that, and they even said they came together and talked about. Well, we prayed about it, and <laughs> we we've decided that it's best that we split. And I put a comment up there. I was like, you know what? I don't know. Who they prayed to, but it wasn't God because God said, I hate divorce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you don't you don't find that these couples are getting counseling or anything. Yeah, that's the that's the key, I think, you know, um, uh, and, you know, I've seen people that get counseling in the whole shebang and still, you know, in a like, we can't get along to the degree to where they're they're divorced and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do believe that, you know, um, uh, anyone that loves the Lord spiritually mature enough to work through their problems scripturally mm-hmm. uh, can save their marriage no matter how it is. But you, there has to be uh, spiritual maturity there. And so, uh, you know, far as it, 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 the, the couples that's coming together mm-hmm. so that they can pray together or or even if they got to pray by themselves at each of them praying by themselves, if they can't pray together at that time when they're angry and things like that, to be able to work through their problems with bringing, keeping God in the center of it. Because yeah. like you say, if God is in the center of it, God will keep it together. Keep it. You know, uh, somebody uh, has to repent and somebody has to forgive. Yeah. And it's about compromise. Yes. It's, it's about making concessions. I don't have to be right about everything. everything yeah. And when I'm coming to the table of peace, it's not always about proving every point that I'm right, but how do we make this work, right. you know? And and sometimes that is, it is a game of give and take and so on. I mean, you don't compromise your principles, but it is a game of give and take in, in, a, in a relationship. And I think many times, you know, um, uh, some people, you know, when, when you hear folks say, well, I, I just felt out of love with him or her mm-hmm. and things like that. And that happens, you lose, you know, you get angry and you go through, but I don't think it's, it's based on our emotions, right. you know. 
uh, is based on our commitment that we made to each other. And when we understand that commitment, then if I fell out of love, I can I have to learn how to fall back in love. Mm-hmm. I have to find out where I went wrong and 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 fix it right. And right. with the help of God and the grace of God, helping us along the way. So we're, I think some more people used mm-hmm. made comments. I think Pastor Buck said uh, Satan used used a woman first and he never dealt with the man that's right that's right uh let, let's have a a class for black women only <laughs> uh uh sister faye bingo my husband tell me i don't listen so now i've i've learned to listen you hit it on the nose amen sister brianna me too sister faye <laughs> i'm still learning we all still learning right 35 years of marriage and i'm still learning right uh, I don't know if Sister Candace is still on, but it's good to see you on Sister Candace. Uh, Pastor Pastor Bugs, if the pastors can have a first lady and a second lady and some a third lady, that is not the example. Hold on. Hey, man, come on, man. I, I thought I was out here by myself. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Bugs. Um, amen. Um, uh, Sister Faye, uh, I take that back. Not only black women, all women. Amen. Amen. Yeah. James Bow, that's my son. He's watching, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sister Candace's last one, uh, that part for real commitment. Amen, Sister Candace, and uh, good to see you. Good to see you on. Uh, in the name of the Lord, I know you're. Uh, where's back in Tennessee? Somewhere back there. Yeah, back in Tennessee. Gave everybody our love and and praise, Lord, uh, uh, Brother Sam and and um, uh, um, uh, Noah <laughs> and, and so on. and all the other the, the, the other two. I think you still got your other two, your grandkids, are kids now, and so on. So it's, it's good to see you. Uh, Sister Candace and all of you, Pastor yeah. Bugs and Sister Faye, Sister Brianna, uh, and whoever else I'm, I know. If I miss somebody, forgive me. But it's good to see you all on uh, this um, this podcast. I'm gonna try to do this uh, twice a week, uh, 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 Thursdays and Sundays, maybe. Uh, no, Wednesdays. This today's Wednesday, Wednesdays and Sundays, or Wednesdays or Saturday. One of those. I'm trying to pick the best day out of the weekend to to do it. But I, wa- I do want to do it twice. If there's if there's uh, subjects or uh, uh, something that you w- want us to talk about, or you even want to come on and talk about, let me know, and we'll we'll get it hooked up, and we'll do that because we do want to include everyone, you know, um, uh, that's coming on and supporting us to uh, be a part of this and talk about subjects that are interesting uh, to people that we can engage in, because whatever it is, uh, the Word of God, God got an answer mm-hmm. to it. He has given us all things for life and godliness. And so, you know, let us remember that. All right. So, Sister Candace, I'm going to close with her last comment. She said, yes, sir, we are doing well, and it's great to catch this segment. Amen. And, and it's good to have you on, on on being a part of this segment. And it's good for all of you. Uh, this is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. This is our uh, podcast. And we thank each and every one of you for uh, uh, chiming in and being a part of this. And stay tuned because we'll probably be coming back on either this Saturday or Sunday. I got to figure it out and so on. But uh, we're going to do it again at least twice a week now and try to pick it up a little bit more. So spread the word when we come on. You know, watch for us and spread the word out there so we can get more people to view us. Uh, We thank each and every one of you for viewing and listening because this is a podcast. We're on Podbeam also. And so I'll be sharing a little later uh, our uh, podcast on to this Facebook where you can go to Podbeam and also listen to this podcast. So we we uh, we're we're closing on out slow motion with Bishop Bowser. God bless you. And we thank each and every one of you. And we out.